What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Trigger Ups number 256. We're here on Thursday, February 4th. And let's start off with our illustrious climate czar, John Kerry, uh, who is... Ketchup that? man? Yeah, ketchup man. Ketchup man? Great condiment. Great condiment. Oh, Hines, great condiment. Heinz is top notch. Great condiment. He's a piece of shit, though. Yeah. Because now he basically has said... Oh, I'm too good to fly yeah. on a regular commercial well, plane. Well, if you're people like me, who's you know married to a ketchup woman and is a member of the Forbes family, mm-hmm. I can ride on the private jet, but yeah. you people can't. His, his direct quote was, the only choice for somebody like me who is traveling the world to win this battle. Has he ever heard of Zoom? Yeah. It's been pretty yeah. uh, useful the last I'll year. I'll also say Delta Comfort, very nice. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> Great the fact space. is, he flew to Iceland to accept a climate award, that's, that's, which is that's in funny. itself that's, ridiculous. That's really funny. So we need to radically change our lives while he flies around on his private jet. I mean, yeah. what are the... It's just ridiculous the way that these people behave. And this comes on the heels of everything that happened with the Keystone Pipeline, killing thousands of jobs... The small town of Dorchester, Nebraska, which has 600 residents, immediately feeling the change of this. Now, nothing going on there. Yeah. It was a bustling construction town. They had jobs. You know, the businesses were doing well. The restaurants were doing well. Now, not so much. And these people who relied on this project are through. Yeah. And this is the real immediate consequences of Tens these. Tens of thousands of jobs. Yeah. Just. Poof. These things air. that the coastal elites do to make themselves feel better. Yeah. It's the fact is pipelines remain the safest and most effective way yeah. to transport the fossil fuels that we need to power the country. Yeah. The protesters of these pipelines left more garbage and pollutants yep. than this pipeline could ever mm-hmm. uh, dispose of when they were protesting the pipeline in the early days of the uh, Trump administration. So wait, wait, yeah, Trump administration. It was, yeah. yeah. So you know what? I don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. And now these people's lives are ruined, and they're gonna to have to, you know, make solar panels, as, uh, as John Kerry says, says. You know, they can just, you know, make solar panels. Yeah, because that's just, you know, because solar panels can replace that's, uh, what we need. That's um, quote unquote shovel ready. Yeah, it's not a shovel job. But you know, y- y- y'all know what I mean. The the infrastructure there is not in place for those people to just go in there. I mean, look at it's so ridiculous. I just saw something this morning. It's pretty cold here in the Northeast right now, yeah. and. That means that heating demand is through the roof. And what powers heat? Oh, natural gas, usually liquid natural gas. So because of the lack of pipelines in the Northeast, because they've been halted by all of these limousine liberal coastal elites who think that their houses are just powered and heated by magic, that they literally had to bring in a ship full of LNG from the Caribbean. I think it was Haiti or somewhere like that. Yeah. To Boston because they don't have enough energy to keep up with the demand that these cold temperatures is producing. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean they, they, they said now uh, that to replace what the Keystone Pipeline was going to do, they'd have to put something like an additional 15,000 tankers on the roads, okay, which is so by far more that's prone more, to accident. Yeah, yeah it's, that's more. That's, okay. It's just absurd. It's kind of, yeah. <laughs> These people think that we could just, you know, snap our fingers and, yeah. oh, everything's going to be great. We're going to be running on solar panels. Even the largest solar farm in the United States, and we've talked about this yeah. before, the largest solar farm yeah. in the United States doesn't even have enough power to juice solely 
the New York City subway metro. Yeah. Also, for all the people who are into like you know wildlife conservation, you know it gets very hot above those solar panels. There's they cook one, birds. There's yeah, it cooks birds like out of the sky. There's like it's it, it's like over a thousand degrees. Yeah. The, so the, the you fact, you got to worry about the birds now. The fact of it is that besides <laughs> nuclear power, there is no alternative energy source that could satisfy what this country needs. Yeah. I mean that's just I a agree. fact. I agree. And I guess they're living in an alternate yeah. reality. You know? Also, solar panels. I mean, Solyndra kind of killed that as like a, a mainstay. I mean, because the corruption is just is just too, so great. I mean, we sunk what five hundred million dollars into that. Solar panels Solyndra? can work for a, a single residence as long as you're okay with it looking ugly on the outside of your house. Yeah. Although now they have the panels that look like regular roofing shingles. Yeah, how much? Which is that are really thing? expensive. That's what I thought. So but basically, nice. so basically. Only rich white liberals who can afford to dole out what thirty to seventy five grand. It's a ton of money. It's a lot of money, depending on how big. And you have to go through the coding. Yeah, sure, sure, because that's that's an addition to the house, right? So you have to go through all the coding and zoning uh, regulations with that. I'm not. Which I know in California is a because Bill Maher tried to do it. Well, you know, he's in year three of trying to get it done. Now in California, I'm pretty sure it's a regulation that you have to put solar panels on your roof. Well, like you're required oh, really? to do so. Because he's been trying to get it done. He, well, he it, it's a shed, right, to channel the energy. He's been trying to get up to code for three years. They're dragging Yeah, I mean, the government is the government. Yeah. You know, that's what's going to happen. He's like uh, <laughs> Kalanian crystals or something from Star Trek. He's like, that would be around before the time I can turn my solar on. Well, the thing to me is that the the California model of yeah. politics, which is what the liberals supposedly want for yeah. the rest of our country, it's all red tape. Has failed miserably. Yeah. It's all red tape. Yeah, it's failed miserably, yeah. and they can't even power their houses. Yeah, you remember back There's rolling in blackouts. The summer? Yeah, yeah. It gets hot in California during the summer. It's hot, right? A lot of times. Yeah, it was even There's I think wildfires. ninety degrees there a couple weeks yeah. ago. And then they tried to sue the power companies because they had power lines, which apparently. Is ridiculous. Well, the power lines are out of maintenance, which does cause wildfires. Yeah. But the yeah. the reason that is is yeah. because it makes it so costly and, and the regulations are so burdensome yeah. they can't put the new lines in. Yeah. And also I think Katie was saying because they don't allow they don't allow controlled burns anymore. Yes. Well which that's also what, which also would, would reduce the these destructive fires by a great deal. Well, you remember, that's what Trump said, is that the forest management is a total failure in California. Therefore, that's why all this was happening. Yeah. Everyone said, oh, no, 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 that can't be the case. Yeah. And then two weeks later, it was like, yeah, it was the case. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You got to have controlled burns, man. Yep. Speaking of California, Gavin Newsom, the embattled governor there, is facing a major recall effort. Yeah. And they have they, they're going to have the signatures to force a recall this November. Yeah. Um, the last time there was a recall in California, the, the city Davis. governor lost. Yeah, Gray Davis. And that's when Schwarzenegger yeah. came in. I'm going to cut the budget. Yeah, <laughs> get to the chopper. <laughs> um, so it's interesting to see that now when he's facing this immense political pressure, he's basically 180-ing on nearly every single issue. Oh, he's like, open the schools. Yeah. Teachers don't need to be vaccinated. Let's get those open. Yep. I mean, it's here. Here, I mean, this is this is how bad it's gotten. When the most one of the most liberal cities in in the country, San Francisco, says that they're going to sue their own school district mm-hmm. to reopen schools, that's how you know that this is not a good situation for anybody. If he's sitting on a political bomb, he knows it. He's doing a one eighty. Well, that's why they lifted the lockdown too. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. 
because people have had it with yeah. him. And it's, you know, this was just well, the final nail there, in the coffin. There's also no reason to do this anymore. I mean, we all know that bars, restaurants, yeah. gyms, hair salons, barbershops are, are low-risk uh, areas in terms of transmission. They're, they're, they don't even account for like 2% of, of COVID spread. It's really household spread. So it's like... And I don't know what people are gonna say. Well, that's that's a New York number. Well, it's it's the same everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I think. Oh, come on, guys. I, I think mean, <laughs> there's also a within reason on bars and restaurants. Like, you can't have yeah. people oh, to the like, rafters. Not like Cancun like, and stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I get, exactly. But like, if it's like a bar, like around here, it's like not really. It, it, but yeah, it's staying should, staying inside is is what's killing us. They honestly. should be able to function at a certain capacity yeah, level yeah, yeah. to be able to at least pay their bills. Yeah. You know, the government's not doing. I could say, I mean, I would say seventy-five percent capacity. You're probably fine. Yeah, I mean that's you know a debate. No yeah, one really I know, knows. I know, I know, I know. No one really knows. But what I will the point say is, get them open. But that's not going to happen over there. I mean, it's not going to happen anywhere. It's just not going to happen yeah. until there's more adoption of the vaccine. They've already said they're not going to allow well, that. The good news is. Spring is coming, yeah, and then you can outdoor dine in the structures that they built, which are basically indoor structures. Yeah, but you know how the government is. I yeah. mean, look at what they're doing with the schools. Although some of them now are fighting back against these teachers' unions. Yeah, the vacation's over, you lazy. Well, you know, here's vacation's the thing. over. Here's get, the thing. get back in school. Even the CDC director said that the schools were safe to reopen. But did you see what they said today? Saki was like, well, she was speaking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, and for the, she was only giving her opinion, not acting as a in, in her capacity as CDC director. Well, that's because the White House chief of staff, Ron Klain, is in the pocket of every single teachers union in this country. Yeah, sure, they, they're probably. Uh, it's a. It's just a known a, fact that the kids are not going to be vaccinated. They can't be. A lot of their demands here are that every teacher has to have it, which. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, a lot of in a lot of cases they're jumping the lines to get it. So okay. Yeah. Like here. But the kids, they're not even approved under yeah, 16. under 16. So, and also, if all the teachers are vaccinated, then you're fine. doesn't matter. Well, yeah. I mean, no one <laughs> really – like the kids spreading it. I don't know if I believe that they don't actually spread it because that just doesn't make sense to me. But – I mean, so far the data says they don't spread it much. You can manipulate it's data like to say whatever you want it to say. That's and true. I know that from... Uh, well, yeah, it's yeah. the government. No. Yeah. yeah. Look, 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 look at what Obama did with Obamacare. It's going right. to save us $1.2 trillion over 10 And then ended up costing yeah. like $7 trillion. <laughs> And meanwhile, the quality of care in this country has taken a nosedive. Yeah. But you, you can't demand that the kids have it when it's not even FDA approved for the kids. Yeah. Right? If yeah. it was FDA approved, I'd say, okay, maybe we at least try to get, you know, 25 to 50% of the kids done. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. But to me, that's just an unreasonable demand. And the teachers' unions are being outrageous here. And they just don't want to go back to work. That's yeah, the case. That's basically and listen, that's what they're, they're, it's vacation. They want to extend the vacation. And there are some teachers who want to. Yeah. There are some, for sure. But the vast majority of them are just saying, well, you know, we can't even go back in the fall. That's the issue that I have mm-hmm. is that – you could say, okay, the spring is going to remain remote because of logistics or whatever, even though it yeah. probably shouldn't. Yeah. But now they're talking about the fall? Yeah, I know. Meanwhile, people need to make decisions if they're going to send their kids to private schools. Yeah. The deadlines are now for the fall. Yeah. Which in Fairfax County is a sizable amount, by the way. That's a lot of people. They've know. lost, I think, twenty to 25,000 students. 
Yeah. Which, if things were fair, would yeah. mean that the school budget would get directly cut yeah. by that amount. School budget. That's not going to happen. We talked about this before. The school budgets around here are absolutely. It's outra- billions. It's outrageous. It's, it's billions. It, it's it's outrageous. It really is outrageous. Yep, that's what our tax dollars go to. And oh, know, and defending illegals. Don't defend, forget oh, that. Oh yeah, one. The, 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 yeah, the illegal defense fund. That's true. Yeah. But it's just you know, I mean, you got to get back to work. Yeah. Got to get back to work, teachers. Sorry. And they are. They've gone ape. You see those videos of like the yeah. people like the. Te- I'm a teacher, and you're trying to fucking kill me. That's a quote, by the way. Yeah, I know. The thing is, that was in Oregon. The which, kids I mean, are no getting shocked there. The kids are getting up. Yeah. Oh yeah, we get. That's the problem. Suicides. That's the thing that's not being reported are kids who are killing themselves because they're, they they can't play sports. They can't go back to school. They can't um, see their friends. Can't see their friends. I'm talking like, and I'm not talking like high schoolers. I'm talking middle and middle school. Like yeah. nine, a nine year old died, and the father I think I think did a, a short documentary, and he was like, my, you know, my son is a victim of COVID, but not in the way you think. Yeah. Well, it's, you it's, know, it's terrible. They had to reopen Vegas schools because there was a because rash of that. Yeah, yeah, it was a spike. But even you know that's terrible. But also, these kids are not learning. No, they're not on remote learning. No, I've seen the classes that they go through. Yeah. The teachers take attendance, and then they don't teach them. They just give them these assignments to do, which they're not learning how to do yeah, anything. Yeah. We're talking about reading and, and math proficiency yeah. levels, which are at and all time especially lows. young kids. You need to have that in-classroom, yeah. t- hands-on approach because, you know, they're kids. They get distracted. Their minds wander. There's full of energy. I mean, they don't want to be in front of a computer all day. And it's even worse for the inner city and poor kids. Yeah, because sometimes... They're, they're really falling well, behind. Yeah, that's all internet access. Some some of these places don't have internet access. Yeah. Wi-Fi, you know, high school And they internet. say, well, oh, it's only a year of their life. That's what the teachers say. Yeah, a year is must, vital must in these nice. kids' lives. must be nice to, you right. know, yeah. It's like, okay, if you don't want to go back to the classroom, then no, you take a year off from your job and don't no get salary, paid. No salary. Or you start contributing to your health care benefits, or you get your pay reduced by a third. Well, I don't think they should be paid anything if they refuse well, to go back. Yeah, I mean, honestly. If you refuse honestly, to go tell, back. Telling them to contribute to their health care plan will probably get them back in the schools. So. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> sure. We saw what happened in New yeah, Jersey. exactly. But the, th- the thing with that is yeah. I'm fine with you know letting them take a proverbial gap year. Right, yeah. and you could come back to your job afterwards. Yeah, even yeah. though I think that's even being a little generous. Must be nice, but to you be shouldn't get paid. No, I agree. You're not working, like all these people that work service industry jobs that have had to go to work every single day the entire pandemic. Yeah. Grocery store, yeah, uh, uh, the big box stores, pharmacies, pharmacies. Those people are interacting with sick people daily. Yeah. Doctors, yeah, you, they don't get to just say, "Oh, yeah. well, I don't want to go to work." It's only a year of my life. Yeah. It's absurd. It's absurd. And it's time. And yet these are the people who think that they deserve to get paid like an insane amount of money because of what they do for society, which is true. But then they act like total cowards or completely lazy when it comes to, you know, getting down to the nuts and bolts of it. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great teachers out there. There are. And I had a lot of great in my time because I went in a good school district. But But I'm at a point now where this shit's out of control. It is. It's spiraling. It is. We can't keep hurting our kids like this, um, you know, and if this data is correct that shows the kids don't get it and don't spread it, Uh, then then there's no reason. Yeah. There's no legitimate reason. Especially when – if the whole school district, if the teachers are getting vaccinated and jumping the line, then there really is no reason because – you're not going to get it. Yep. (laughs) And this is going to become a big issue here. Um, an even bigger issue than it is now, especially as we start talking about the fall. Because like yeah. I said, the spring, 
you know, I still think it's ridiculous and that they should yeah. go back now. I think Fairfax County is going to a hybrid model in March. Yeah, it's 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 a kind of a, that, that's still bull. But better than nothing. It is better than nothing. But, but you know what I mean. The fall should a hundred percent be in person learning. Yeah. I mean, what is this crisis going to go on forever? Are we going to walk around in masks forever? Remember, this this is a Biden promise too, folks. He yeah. said, "Elect me, and I'm going to reopen the schools," which kind of sounded like blackmail. But <laughs> well, it wasn't like, just reopen yeah. the schools. It was elect me, and I'm going to solve everything. Well, that's having to do yeah, with the pandemic. That too, that too, and then it became it was, everyone's going to get vaccinated. Yep. The pandemic's going to go yep. away. We're all going to go yep. back to normal, and we're going to quote he, build back better. And then he took the oath. Yeah, build back better corruption. Yeah. But then he took the oath, and now it became like, ah, well, we're we can't do anything for seven months. Yeah. Yep. But uh, oh yeah. Also, speaking about COVID, did you see how the Beijing infested who? The World Health Organization yeah. automatically said that cases are down 44% worldwide. I wonder why. They're disappearing. Uh-huh. Yeah. As soon as the 2020 election is over, poof, COVID is vanishing. It couldn't as have— As quickly as it, as it came upon us. couldn't have anything to do with the fact that they changed the way that they're counting cases. Well, yeah. On Inauguration Day. Yeah. Remember exactly. they put yeah, that oh, yeah. notice out? yeah. 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 Funny Shocker. how, you know, there's a, you know, a change in administration. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee yeah. you if Trump had won re-election, it would have been 44% increases. Yeah. One last thing I had in my California section here, yeah. a little bit off topic, but yeah, no, no. Uh, one A-list Hollywood actor who isn't afraid to stand up for cops in our military. And I thought this needed to be noted because yeah. it's a breath of fresh air to borrow one of their terms. Mm-hmm. Denzel Washington, <laughs> the one and only. Yeah. He it went out there and in no uncertain terms defended our police and military saying, quote, I have the utmost respect for what they do, for what our soldiers do, people that sacrifice their lives. I just don't care for people who put those kind of people down. If it weren't for them, we would not have the freedom to complain about what they do. Um, and this was during an interview uh, discussing his latest film, The Little Things, uh, which is the 13th time in his acting career he's played a law enforcement officer. Yeah. Um, and I thought that movie was good. But he said that one incident forever changed his perspective on police. Um, he called – he recalled doing a ride-along with a sergeant yeah. while preparing to play a cop-turned-district attorney in the 1991 thriller Ricochet. Oh, yeah, it's a good movie. But, John Lithgow. And the little, the, things, the little things I thought was pretty good too – it's a little bit confusing the way that they laid out the plot, but yeah. I thought it was pretty I think good. it uh, – for me, it could have been cut by about 20 minutes. I mean it wasn't unnecessarily long though. Like it was yeah. – it was two hours, 15 minutes. Like that's, that's an average movie. That's a long movie. It's not like the three hours and 40 minutes Gone with the Wind. That's a great movie though. That's f***ing long. That's a great movie. Like that's or long. Uh, or, uh, that could have cut out. Or, or Gods and Generals. The, that's also long. I saw. Yeah. I had to. I saw that in theaters. There was an intermission. Yeah. And my dad was like, "There hasn't been intermission since I went to go since I went to go see the Longest Day. <laughs> yeah. It was released in the sixties. So while he was on this ride along in nineteen ninety one, just yeah. to finish this out, um, they got a call of a man outside of his house yeah. with a rifle that was distraught. They pulled up. The officer told Denzel to stay in the car, which he said he was going to do. He's not getting out. Yeah. Um, the officer got out, and as he got out, another car came screaming up. And two young people jumped out screaming. As it turned out, this distraught man with the rifle was their grandfather. Uh-huh. And the policeman diffused the entire situation by just remaining calm. Yeah. Denzel said, quote, It showed me in an instant how they can lose their life. He didn't overreact. He could have pulled his gun out and shot the people that came up driving real fast. He could have shot the old man that was distraught and a bit confused. I think he was suffering from dementia. But in an instant, it taught me, and I never forgot... What our law enforcement people have to deal with moment to moment, second to second. 
And that's always been our argument here is that when you're making these split decisions, you know, our hindsight is 2020. Yeah. We see things in the in the past that have happened and can criticize our Monday morning quarterback. These guys are out there, split the second decision, yeah. and you have to decide whether that person's a threat or not. Yeah. But there's a lot of great cops out there, and I was I was really happy to see Denzel said that because I love Denzel. Yeah. We should we should do a ride along. Yeah, well Fairfax County is not gonna do that with us. I know. Baltimore would maybe. <laughs> yeah. Like I want to go on a ride along <laughs> in Baltimore. I, Are you I, out of your I, mind? Yeah. Let's turn back to politics here yeah. for a second. So, Jen Psaki, Ooh. or Pasaki, however you want to say it, was asked, and this, I mean, this whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you could argue the merits of the $2,000 stimulus check. However, I want to argue the actual lie about it. Because now, <laughs> now it's not $2,000 anymore. What? It's $1,400. Because... The six hundred that Trump gave was a down payment towards the two thousand. Oh my God! Which is a major wow. change in wow. the messaging here. And a reporter pressed Jen. I'll circle back with Yusaki on the mixed messaging. Let's take a listen to that. Go ahead, Sunday. Um, I have a couple questions. Thanks, Jen. Um, so during the Georgia runoffs, um, President Biden campaigned specifically on two thousand dollars stimulus checks, and mm -hmm. obviously, as we've discussed, uh, the payment is fourteen hundred dollars. There doesn't seem to be an active discussion and actually raising that amount. So is that a broken promise to voters who may have been expecting $2,000 checks um, if Democrats won? And would the administration be open to raising that amount? Well, you're right that the, the president is very focused on ensuring millions of Americans receive those checks and that pivotal relief at this point in time. There was $600 payments, as you know, in the $900 billion package that passed in December. This is $1,400. Together, that's $2,000. So it would be delivering on the promise he made, and it's something that he is firmly sticking by. I mean, listen to that spin. Yeah. That's a f***ing lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a broken promise. Uh, yeah. And, you know, do I think that they should be sending out $2,000 checks in full to everybody? No. I think there should be a, a targeting of that. But they said they were going to. That was literally their promise. You remember the Georgia Senate races? Yeah. Literally a... a Elect us to get $2,000 checks. Yeah. yeah. And then it didn't happen. And now all the Dems are inflamed because they're like, where's my $2,000? Yeah. I mean... It's just ridiculous that yeah. they get away with this. They, they, they lied to you. I don't know what to tell you. The <laughs> but the liberal media covers it up. I mean, I was shocked she was even asked about it, to be honest. Yeah, with you. really. But the liberal media covers it up and says, oh, everything's great. You know, mm -hmm. Biden's doing a tremendous job. And, you know, let alone the fact that we've seen him for, what, a combined four hours in the two weeks that he's been in, been in office. I mean, the guy disappears on a regular daily basis. And they're, they're not – all they're doing is executive orders. Yeah. Forty-five. I know. That's more. That's. I think that's most ever. Oh, definitely the most. Most ever. ever. That's more than the. If you take the first two weeks of all presidencies since JFK, that's more than all of those combined in the first two weeks. Wow. That's Jesus. sixty years. That's, of uh... the presidential first two weeks combined, and Biden has more executive orders out. I mean, it's just, it's governing by executive fiat and, you know, but they know that they're going to hold up in court because remember DACA. Yeah, exactly. You can't ever, you can't take away Democrat orders, only yeah, Republican only orders. ones. Two sets of rules. Speaking of two sets of rules, or in this case, one set of rules, because 
all illegals are being treated the same, no matter whether they're murderers or rapists here. Senators Chuck Grassley and Tom Tillis uh, have sent a letter to DHS asking why, specifically, on this 100-day moratorium on deportations. Keep in mind, the United States is deporting nobody right now. Not murderers, not rapists, not pedophiles or sex predators or MS-13 gang members. No one is being deported. Okay? <laughs> so Republican senators, led by Chuck Grassley and Tom Tillis on Senate Judiciary Committee, wrote to DHS, who has a new secretary now who's a corrupt and, dare I say, terrorist-loving piece of <laughs> Alejandro Mayorkas, um, <laughs> asking why they're shirking the will of Congress when the law says that these people need to be deported, yeah. and they're keeping these illegals in the country. Yeah. I mean, what do you think of that? Like, how... It, I mean, listen, it goes back to um, Kate Steinle. Yeah. You know, it's it, and how they feel about that. They don't care about these illegals coming here because, remember, they, they th this is the long game. They mm -hmm. want to get these people here, keep them here, get them on the track of uh, citizenship so they can vote, and then have more uh, democratic uh, political power, basically. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, this, this is one of the reasons why... You know, California has so many, you know, has such a large delegation. Yeah. You know, they, they, they keep them here, they cloister them here, and then they uh, get, you know, et, you know uh, rep representation based on, on ethnic lines. You know, they find yeah. Democrats of the same, you know, racial backgrounds. You know, it's, it's genius. Mm-hmm. I, it really is. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying it's good, but if you want to increase your, you know, your grasp on politics, power base and, and, and representation on the hill, especially in the house, you're gonna this is this is what you want. Well you know what's gonna happen here is they're gonna let these illegals you, go free. And if you attack them, it's racist. Well yeah. So there you I go. mean that's fine. I yeah. people have been, <laughs> that's fine. People have been deeming uh, me racist because I attack illegals for a decade now. But I don't like illegals. And I think if you want to come to this country, I'm fine with that, but you do it the legal way. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You know, that's what my ancestors yeah. did. I came on an airplane. You came here. I yeah. came on an airplane. Yeah. It's, you know. I was racking those air miles at four months. And they say, oh, well, the lines to get in are so long and it's an unfair well, system. Right. We got terrorism now. We got all sorts of shit that we have to filter to, to, to make sure that we don't have bad hombres coming in here. And let me tell you, we got human traffickers. We got kitty rapists. We got gang members. We got yep. murderers. We got drug We got all the, 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 the scum society from Latin America coming up here. Mm-hmm. And they're using those kids. Oh, this is my son. Not their son. Yeah. It's their person that they're going to sell, that poor kid. Exactly. It's human the, trafficking. It's human trafficking. So, you know what? The whole child separation thing, which was an Obama-era immigration policy. Which is still going on. Yeah. And I they add. still got the cages. Yeah. That was the reason for that. It wasn't because they're cruel. I love how, first of all, I know, I, folks, I know we go back and forth to this. I'm sorry. But isn't that just amazing how, even now... It's like the Obama years didn't even exist. Yep. Katie went down there and took a picture of the uh, of the cages back in 2014, 2015. Yep. We have the posts. She has the photos. We well, we can put kids in cages, but Republicans can't. Yeah. And now they're building they're opening more facilities. Yeah, I saw Did that. you see I that? saw that, yeah. And then and then they tried to slide that in. Yep. And so and so and for the most part, no one's really picked up on it because nope. they're they're all they're all googling over uh only conservative uh, media. Uh, gogging over uh, what's his name? Pete Buttigieg. Yep. They say edge edge. 
once being again, the second uh, openly gay cabinet member. Well, they say he's the first. He's his first. Which Richard, is, sorry, Richard. Yeah, Richard Grinnell erased. Yeah, erased. Whitewashing a history. Stalinist got the Stalinist treatment. Just erased. Or no, you can't say whitewashing more because that's also racist. So oh, got the. Uh, Hard and feathered? Deleted. <laughs> yeah. I'm I mean, there are words that you can't say nowadays are ridiculous in themselves. Yeah. But for me, like, the whole Biden immigration concept here of let's import a whole bunch of people into the country while the country is going through its worst unemployment crisis in over a decade. Yeah, I can't see how the AFL-CIO would be, like, really – hardcore about all these illegals flowing in well that's the thing right is you have americans that can't get jobs but you want to bring a whole ton of immigrants in yeah that just doesn't make basic economic sense right let alone the fact of should we be doing that in the first place yeah but you have americans who can't find jobs now you want to flood the labor market that's just basic economics yeah and we've seen time and time again american citizens being killed being mugged, being raped, victims of gang violence, all by illegals who get a free pass. I mean, Kate, Kate Steinle's killer. Oh, was deported five times. Yeah. Five times. And then came back, killed her. Yeah. And then basically got off on the charges. And why did he come back to the same location? Because he knew that they wouldn't be looking for him. Yep. Because it was Sanctuary City. Yep. So this stuff needs to stop. And I think this actually has the possibility to really push a lot of people away from the Biden administration because this is not unifying whatsoever. No. No. But we knew this was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And this is like the environmental left, the immigration left. Biden has to make that payment in full. Uh-huh. You know, there's no schedule plan here. He has to give them something immediately. Yep. Well, that's why he's doing all these immigration exactly. executive orders basically yeah. saying, I mean, he promised come on it. in. He promised it. And, the wall you know, construction is stopped. Yep. Please flood the border. Mexico is not enforcing anymore. Yeah. By the come way, on folks, in. I don't know if you forgot. We mentioned it before. There's a massive caravan coming up here. Yeah, still coming. It's coming. Still coming. Like the hordes of Mordor, they're coming up here. Yep. And I like that, the hordes of Mordor. Well, they are. I mean, it's just, I mean, back in the day, you know, Mexico, Guatemala, like they all used to stop them because they had the, you know, the Trump administration, you know, there. But now because of Biden and his soft ass, they're just, they're breaking through the, the police lines and they're just flowing up and they're even admitting that we're going up here because we know Joe Biden's going to help us. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what's I'm going surprised. On. Someone should, at the RNC, someone should save that clip and save it for the 2022 midterms when there's a crime wave yep. from this. And the thing about the GOP establishment that really bothers me is that they yeah. love immigration, too, because it's cheap labor, uh, which really was a huge part of the Trump movement was that specific policy point. Let's talk about a little bit of stuff going on on Capitol Hill here because there's, there is some stuff going on. You wrote about this in an article on Town Hall this morning that Liz Cheney surviving the vote of no confidence last night, but should she have? And I think you have uh, – we were talking about this last night. You have a really good take on this for what happened here because it's a reminder that the GOP loves to say one thing and, and then another. in secret exactly. do another. Yeah, when there's a secret ballot, I mean <laughs> – I mean you, accountability goes out the window. You can say – you can say one thing and do another and obviously that's what happened here because apparently – remember, ha- over half the caucus was mad at her. Uh-huh. Half the caucus wanted her gone and then – when it was a secret ballot, 
Yep. They decide to keep her. Well, and, was, and, and there are other reasons why she should leave, though. I also, I also name other reasons why she should leave. I mean, uh-huh. if you're in a leadership position, you got to raise money. She's not, you know, an ace at that. She, she found a primary challenger to take on Thomas Massey. Mm-hmm. And that, first of all, A, you don't do that when you're in leadership. You don't, you don't, you know, take out your own people. Mm-hmm. And also that challenger turned out to turn out to be a racist, so she's not good at candidate recruitment. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Turned out to be a candidate, you know, turned out to yeah, so I mean candidate recruitment also not her uh, strong suit. So you can't raise money, you're you know, you're pr- you're you're bound to have, you know, to to mount primary challenges against your own, you know, party and because of special cases or mm-hmm. whatnot. I mean, what are you good for? Here's Should you even be there? Here's I, I mean, that's that's really, I mean. The whole thing started with when she was saying she was taking a vote of conscience. Well, that too. On the impeachment. Yeah. Okay. That was a straw that broke the camel's back, right? Which was a vote that went 197 to 10 within the Republicans. Okay? Yeah. Should you be in leadership when you're on the wrong side of a, what is it, less than 5% of the party voting for it? Right? Yeah. And should you shirk your responsibility to your constituents who elected you thinking that you were going to have the back of the Republican president, okay? Trump got more votes than her in Wyoming, mind you. Yeah. So, and her constituents don't want this. Certainly not more than half of Wyoming wanted to see Trump impeached, okay? That's my thing is that you're responsible to your constituents, if if your constituents say yeah impeach okay I could get that I guess but they didn't so there's no excuse for that yeah. and she should have been removed from this position in the end I think it was McCarthy that saved her because he basically vouched he for her. did give a full throated defense of her in the, this closed door meeting yes yeah. yeah which the only reason that she's still there is because uh, they don't want to upset the apple cart they yeah. don't want there to be a leadership crisis here. They don't want it to look bad, but there, but there is that. That's is that the funny thing? There is a leadership crisis no, here I know. because of because she's mm-hmm. there. Yep. So this is going to be an issue that's not going to go away. Yeah. Um, you just got to find. Listen, Wyoming Republicans, it's up to you now. Yeah, to exactly. It it's exactly. up to you. I'm I'm sure. I mean, from what I've gathered, they are infuriated over her vote about this. Mm-hmm. You just got to find the right candidate to do so. Yep. And I think she could she could get booted. Um, you know. We'll see what happens. Can she – I mean, is she like a Mitt Romney uh, – actually, that's a bad example because Mitt Romney voted for impeachment too. <laughs> She's basically like Mitt Romney now. I mean, I, I think she – I mean, she can obviously be a Republican. I didn't but think she a, can't be a leader. I, I didn't think, think a Cheney would be this thing. soft because Dick Cheney wasn't soft. No. Oh, Dick Cheney was – Dick Cheney never, no. ever – would have gone against a president of your own party, yeah. regardless of yeah. how he personally felt. Yeah. And he didn't like Trump, but yeah. he wouldn't have voted for this and, he, and he's kept quiet about Trump. Yeah. You know? He knows what's going on. He's also enjoying retirement. I get that too. But speaking of you. impeachment, yeah. so today, this was just announced. Yeah, that's all. That the Democrat House impeachment managers want former President Trump to testify at his upcoming trial in the Senate. Hmm. That would be something. And they want his testimony no later than one week from today. Now the question becomes... Does he go? Well, can they force him to? And secondly, should he? I don't know how I feel. I don't, I don't know, yeah. I don't know if they can legally force him to do so. I don't really think that they can, to be honest. But should he 
I don't know. If he's going to stick to a script, maybe? He has to stick to a script. The question he is... He, but the thing is, he goes off the cuff, and then it becomes a show. Yeah, it would definitely become a it'll be, it'll, it'll be like It'll be like OJ's interview with uh, his book, The If I Did It. You know, he almost talked himself right back into jail. Right, right. <laughs> the thing for me is that should President Trump be convicted over this? Absolutely, unequivocally, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. However, I think it might be a strategic mistake to, to come back up here. I really, to me, I don't even know that he should run again in 2024. And I'll mm. tell you why. Because if I was him and I was a rich guy yeah. who owned Mar-a-Lago and had a plane and Melania is my wife and helicopters and buildings all over the world, I'd want to just play golf and retire yeah. and enjoy my golden years. Yeah. He already changed the world. Yeah. You're telling me that what is he, 74 now? He'll be, he'll be so old. that he would want to run again at 78 and finish being president at 82? That's too much. Yeah, I hear you. That's too much. I hear you. But you also but you also know that he would probably win the nomination again easily. He would. So but it's, would it's, he it's, win it's, the it's, it's not like it's like a law it's like a, a hard haul for him to get that that nomination again, you know. But no, with, with I the agree. Gen, but the general, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Is the well so poisoned now? Yeah. That he couldn't come back and yeah. win a general. Could he win the primary? Absolutely. Definitely. No doubt. I My it, question it is, ha- could the, we win the general? The, the economy has to be extraordinarily bad. Yeah. And because immigration stuff. The, and, and, you know. The populism rebirth yeah, has to occur. The, the suburban vote will have to be a little. The, the, the big shifts in the suburban vote and, and, and another shift. A, a minor shift in the white working class vote. Yeah. And, 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 and think- he, he could probably win again. Absolutely. Yeah, I just think that I, uh, we probably need someone young to take up the mantle of populism and to run with his strong yeah, endorsement. Who, who, though? Right. The question is who. who. And, and is it transferable? I'm going to say no. Every right. single time there's a political coalition, you know, Obama's coalition was Obama's coalition. When they, Hillary Clinton couldn't take up that mantle. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, 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 and maybe that's a good thing, honestly. And it's also rational. I mean, Obama and Hillary aren't the same person, obviously. But yeah. now that Trump's so, banned from social media, yeah, if he ran for president again, are they going to allow him back on? I don't think so. Which uh, significantly hamstrings any attempt at running. That's, well, first of all, it also makes a case for why these companies should be regulated, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, but we're yeah. not in control anymore, yeah. so regulation will yeah. only go against us. I know, us. but I'm just like it's just I'm just saying in general, like you have the pre- you have a presidential candidate, you're not gonna allow him to basically be on Twitter. I mean, these, these people <laughs> on Capitol Hill don't know how to set up a wireless router, ba- let know, alone it's oh, it's bad. Regulate it's bad. A tech company oh, with all kinds of economic yeah. machinations. Like that's a, I to me that's just maybe a hey disaster. maybe maybe Ron DeSantis. You know, Ron is probably but my top pick I at this point. I kind of want him to win another term as governor of Florida. Though. Well, I think he'll be termed out by that point. Twenty. He was elected in 18. He'll be... If, he'd be sitting governor. Yeah, he'll be sitting and Running governor. for president, yeah. which would be a good yeah. thing, I think. Because I think he will win re-election, actually, now. I like Ron DeSantis. He'd yeah. probably be top of my list. Yeah. Uh, you know, I also like, really like Rand Paul, but I don't know that he has enough of a constituency to make a real no. run for it. Whoever Trump endorses, if he doesn't run, yeah, will be the front runner. True, but even remember, even with the endorsement, sometimes it's not enough to get him over, these people over the finish line. Yeah, yeah. Now I will say, a lot oftentimes, especially in these off-year elections, uh, you know, during the midterm season. Remember, like uh, what's his name, Rick, Rick Saccone? Yeah. I mean, he was just a bad candidate. 
Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, we, we do have to get better at candidate recruitment. Well, all I know so is I that will the say only— that, that, That's another side to that. But. The only Republican who's already running for president, not officially, but she yeah. is, is Nikki Haley. And I couldn't yeah. be more against her being yeah, the nominee. Yeah. If it's going to be a woman— I want it to be Christy Nome, but she doesn't seem interested as of this moment yeah, in I doing like, it. I like Christy Nome a lot. Nikki Haley's too establishment for me. She's a puppet. She's held by the people here in D.C. and will do whatever they want. She's a yes woman, which yeah. to me I mean, is not right. I will say I don't mind her, but I know that she's been out of the game too long and that that type of sentiment is already – Huge. Created a massive Huge. wall, like wall of water that she cannot, you know. Yes. It's like it's like uh, George Clooney in the Perfect Storm with that wave. <laughs> you're, not gonna get, good, you're not going to get over it. <laughs> there's a good at least half of Trump voters like yeah. myself who would not support her, at least in a primary. Yeah. Now, if she wins the nomination, of oh, course I'm going to get Yeah, her. different story. Yeah. I'll I'll support anyone against yeah. the Democrat. But but she ain't doing too well in those early polls. I'm just saying. Right. It's it, again. Right. It, that, that's what I'm saying. It's all. It's Trump. Yeah. I mean, it really is. It's going to be interesting. At this, but now, listen, we have three, we have what, two and a half, three years. We'll see what happens. But. Well, we need to see what happens first at this impeachment trial. It doesn't yeah. look like he's going to be convicted. Um, I think one way he could be convicted is if they make a, his lawyers make a dumb argument or if he shows up and does something really bad. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I would say yeah, you should. By the way, uh, let's speak about law, the, this trial in the, in the, in the legal team. Do, do, you, do you like this legal team? I don't even know who these people are. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't know. Who I think are. when you, good thing. You, yeah, nice segue. Good thing you mentioned the the dumb argument thing because I can see that happening on day one. Frankly, I don't even think they should just show up at all. Yeah, it's they um, should just say yeah. take the vote you've already decided. I don't, I don't know. Okay, what, I don't know. We know the facts of the situation. They say the president incited the riot. We say he didn't. the The facts of this are clear. Yeah. No one's changing their mind. Yeah, you have enough Republican senators who voted to outright dismiss the charges. Yeah. Those people aren't going to vote to convict. Yeah. So why are we even wasting our time on this? Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. It jamming up a Democrat Senate, not really yeah, against that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is stopping the stimulus package, which a lot of Americans need. Yeah. We're blessed in the fact that we still have our jobs. We can work from home. Not – a lot of people don't have that luxury. So there's a lot of unemployed people in this country. Yeah. And they're prioritizing – impeaching and convicting over helping the American people yeah a former president yeah he's gone he's out of office their primary mission now is to keep him from running again yeah which makes me think are they that scared of him right but to me this whole thing is just a clown show and they, that just follows the rest of the clown show going on up on Capitol Hill because uh. yesterday our good friend Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, suggested that she was not only going to be assassinated by rioters in her office, uh, that she was also threatened by a Capitol Police officer uh, in anger and hostility. This is on the back of the, the already clearly fake and a lie story that she gave about rioters storming her office and her hiding in the bathroom. <laughs> okay, so that was the first lie. Yeah. Then she lied about the Capitol Police officer. Well, we know now for sure that not only was her office not stormed by rioters, which was confirmed by a Republican representative yeah, Nancy Mace. who is down the hall from the office of AOC, yeah. two doors away. 
There were never any rioters in that building. Yep. She wasn't in the Capitol building no. when it was stormed no. by the rioters. No. Okay? And Many then, people— And then the story of her being um, barricading with Congresswoman Katie Porter, uh-huh. that was in Longworth. Yes. Right? I next mean, building over. Next building over. And she was taken there by the Capitol Police yes. for security. So it's a lie. She lied. It's a lie. It's very clear I she mean, lied. I mean, it's a lie. Not only that— on Twitter, the number one trend this morning yeah. was hashtag AOC live. Yeah. This is getting a ton, yeah. a ton of press. Yeah. She can't stand it. Even, Yesterday, the, Even Snopes, a, f- a lefty fact checker, admitted that she wasn't even in the Capitol building. But, but they still defended her. Yes. They still yeah. rated the claims of, yeah. quote, conservative media that she was not in the building, which are verifiably true, yeah. as mostly false, even though in their rating they say... Well, she wasn't in the building. Yeah. So this is just a muddying of facts here. She can't stand it. Yesterday, the trend on Twitter was, I think it was Alexandria ocasio Smollier. Yeah. Like Jussie Smollier. Jussie Smollier. Yeah, you know Juicy, Justice for Juicy. Yeah. Um, Great French actor. So she freaked the f*** out. Yeah. And she hates, hates the right-wing media. Yeah. And not only that, she can't stand when anything about her trends that's not in glowing godlike fashion. Yeah. So what did she do last night? Well, she sent out an email to her followers in an, in a blatant attempt by a sitting member of Congress to silence the free press. She sent out an email claiming that, quote, right-wing operatives, which would be us. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not right-wing. At all. Yeah, you're a socialist. No, I'm a, yeah. Um, well, that's, you know, by their standard of truth, I we know, could I'm be whatever the f- we no, want. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I mean, the whole I'm, thing is... Of course ridiculous. I'm right wing. The whole thing is crazy. I know, you know, this nuts. just follows the I whole, know. like, you know, you know, up is down, left is yeah. right, black is white, yeah. males are females, yeah. you know, play any sports you want. The whole thing, and then they say they're the party of science. That's what really yeah. gets me. It's that's science. Really, it's truth and it's <laughs> science, right? Well, she sent out an email... Basically encouraging her mob to electronically gang up on conservative publishers and report their posts to big tech in an effort to hopefully get us silenced. It hasn't happened yet, but I would not be surprised to see that it happened. You know, you see these fact checks that are saying, well, it's mostly false what these right wing outlets are saying. Well, it's not. It's actually 100 percent true. We have the facts on our side here. And you wrote about this mm-hmm. on townhall.com. Yeah. Matt did a great fact check, fact check on this. So if you want to go check that out, yeah. go to townhall.com. It's a nice little uh, preview for the uh, – I mean it's usually given to VIP members. It's usually a VIP uh, – but, yeah. but this is just too good just to – for VIP. It's just too good. It has to be shared with everybody. Well, people deserve yeah. to know the truth. Yeah. You know, she said that she was going to – she was a fear for her being murdered. Yeah. At no point were rioters even close to her. Yeah. Okay. They got closer to Vice President Pence than they did her. They get really And you don't see Pence out there crying, I eh, almost yeah. got murdered. Yeah. Not true. It's false. And this comes on the heels of them wanting to suppress all conservative media. Now, the New York Times columnist Kevin Roos, who's their technology columnist, that's interesting, Yeah. says that Biden needs to appoint a quote and I couldn't believe I read this as we're just going to say it here. Quote, reality czar. <laughs> to root out disinformation in our country. What does that, that sound like? That sounds like a Politburo. 
Yeah. It sounds like it sounds like a ministry yeah, of truth. Yeah. Double, this is double plus good. Of course, there is disinformation out on the internet, but it's not the government's spot to decide what's the truth. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It's very clear it's what's happening speech. here. Conservative media has already yeah. been bullied by these so-called fact checkers and big tech into yeah. not writing well, about things like climate change. We get the engagement, change. man. You know, we get the yeah. engagement. They can't stand Sorry it. how – I mean I, I truly am sorry that these people are so – you know, they get their panties in a twist over the fact that we promote freedom and liberty, smaller government. They can't stand And it. free speech and they get all uppity about that. And this is on the heels of, you know, there's the others saying that there needs to be a government truth commission. And you remember that AOC herself said there need to be a truth and reconciliation commission against us evil conservatives. Truth and reconciliation. What is this, like apartheid South Africa? Yeah. Or post-apartheid South Africa. <laughs> Conservative it? media this past year actually has a tremendous track record. Yeah. Tremendous track record. <clears throat> we called out the virus earlier than anyone else. Yep. We called out the fact that China was responsible. We called out the fact that it likely leaked from a lab, which was said to be yeah. tinfoil hack. Hunter Biden. The Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden story. story. I mean, time after time after time after time. Remember, we you know we were said you know that we'd have a vaccine against the virus by the end of the year. Trump that predicted that, that saying mocked. that that was false. True. True. Happened to yeah, be correct. Two. Not one. Not. But actually, sorry. Three. Because yep. J and J got their, you know, got got you know the Operation Warp Speed. So yep. So they think that their opinions are the real facts. It's all about the feelings, bro. Yeah, it's all about the feelings. That's what the country's going towards, and it's sad to but see. But it's going to cost us ten million jobs. I, but it just feels right to do that to save the planet. Yep. And so that's where that's pretty much where we're going to wrap up today. Shameless plug here, a little segue: how you can directly support us. Uh, to be able to tell the truth and not rely on these tech companies for our revenue, you can become a VIP member and directly support us. Uh, we know not everyone can afford that, but we've had such an overwhelming response from our triggered fans. Uh, we really appreciate everything you've done for us. It goes directly to paying hard-hitting conservatives like ourselves and Katie and our entire network of conservative sites. So if you want to join, go to townhall.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code TRIGGERED to get 25% off your subscription. Uh, thank you to all of you who have already become VIP members. Uh, we're targeting either next Thursday or Friday to do our live chat with the VIP members. Um, we'll take your questions. We'll do sort of a live show. So we'll be sure to send an email out to all of you who have joined using the promo code TRIGGERED. Um, but again, we get not all of you can join, but for those of you who can directly support us and support us in our fight against the left here because they're f***ing insane. So we have to take them on. Please, please become a VIP member. That's how you could directly support us. Uh, if you'd like to reach out, otherwise, email us, triggered at townhall.com. We love hearing from all of our uh, listeners. And, of course, we love your five-star ratings and reviews. Keep them coming. Uh, we'll be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. Uh, we hope you enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend. We hope yeah. it's not filled with social justice warrior. Yeah. And there'll be a, next week is also the gold chat. That's what I just said. You oh, weren't sorry. listening. Oh, sorry. You had you had in your phone. Yeah. See? Well, hey, listen. Yeah. It's three o'clock. I gotta get that newsletter out for you folks. Yeah. Well, if you that's true. That's if you're true. not a newsletter subscriber, yeah, yeah. Go over to townhall.com. That's free. You can become a newsletter subscriber. Uh, Matt works on that every day. We curate the best stories from you from townhall.com. So hopefully uh, you are already on that list, and we will be back here next week for another episode of Trip. See you then. Oh, no,